And we are live. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Since 94 podcast. JB. Gary D here. We got Nush. And uh, guys, the NFL draft has concluded. What do you guys think? It feels like just yesterday we did our mock. Oh, my God. And how wrong our mock was. <laughs> yeah. So- hey, first, first three picks, we killed it. <laughs> we killed it. First, that was first, us three. That was us three. First three picks, we killed it. And then the, and you know, the, GM, the GMs were like, hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so we're going to go over the NFL draft uh, <laughs> that happened on the 23rd through 26th. Um, and then also... Guys, our next show is going to be crazy. We have former UCI, UC Irvine, and Arizona guard Max Hazard on the show. Yep. And um, it's going to be crazy. I'm excited. We had a good talk. Yeah, we had yeah. a really good interview. You guys should check it out. It's a good, it's a good insight on a lot of things with college basketball and, and coming up in the scene. So I feel like... Ah, I get it? Ah, so that's, <laughs> that's going to be in there. So, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Um, today, we're going to talk about, we're going to review the draft, uh, teams that won the draft, teams that lost the draft, uh, some bold predictions, and there's going to be a lot of rants. A lot, a lot of rants. rants. A lot of rants. So, without further ado, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, so, just overall thoughts. Gary D., what did you think about the draft? It was fun. I think, like, because it started off, like, because I remember it started off in the beginning because we, a lot of people were speculating there's going to be a lot of trades, especially within the top three picks because there were a lot of reports of the Lions and the Giants maybe trading down mm-hmm. or trading up, depending on who was there and what. Um, but it didn't happen, and I remember thinking, like, oh, maybe this is going to be, like, a much more calm draft. And then right when, like, the bot, it was actually in the bottom half of the first round that things started getting really crazy and then even going into the second so it was an exciting draft. I thought a lot of teams. This is one of those first drafts that I look at. I go, a lot of teams actually did pretty well, not like really well. Like there wasn't it wasn't like great A's across the board, but I feel like there were at least twenty teams, twenty to twenty three teams that out of thirty two that actually did had a pretty good draft, and I couldn't say that for most years. I had a lot of fun. Uh, watching this draft I feel like this was the first time really I, I was like fully invested in NFL draft mm-hmm. uh, maybe it's because like there was no basketball because um, at this time would be the playoffs and that's what I'd be watching and I'll be like oh who are the first 10 picks of the NFL draft uh, but doing a mock with you guys and like really doing research and my homework I was like oh wow that's a, actually a good pick I know who that is you know I, I really enjoyed the NFL draft for the first time and probably gonna watch it a lot more now that yeah. we did this, I really like the uh, the virtual aspect of it, like watching the GMs and the owners in their home, and you know the 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 players getting picked, and that wide angle of them in the living room with all their family members. I thought that was cool. I thought that was actually a lot more entertaining than them in the green room, you know, just looking at their phone. Yeah. And they get picked, and they just put on the hat and walk onto the stage. I thought that was more entertaining because you got to see like the raw emotion before they got picked. And then when they got picked, you know, you got to see, like, them get excited and hyped. Um, the only so, thing that bothered me, though, was, like, there were these moments where, because <clears throat> the camera's, like, a little bit behind, right? So, for them. Yeah. So, when it goes, like, oh, he just got picked, num- first pick, and you're, you're just, just sitting there. there. <laughs> just sitting there waiting on his phone because it's only, like, tw- 10 seconds or whatever behind. And then they'll cut back later and 
each other reactions. And, but. and can we talk about the the houses and and every everybody? Yes, everybody. Even the, even some of the prospects. I'm like, that's a how? nice house. How like, does everybody have a nice house? Like, are you at your agent's house? Are you already at? your new head coach's house like you knew you were gonna get drafted you're in the other room like everyone had a nice house i i love all the memes of like um wondering if sean McVay and cliff kingsbury have the same home because they look like almost identical like their backyards like that was a meme going around. roger goodell like round one he's like you know suited and booted standing up you know hype and, and then, then by just... round by like round three or four he's just chilling on his couch just over it He's low-key, like, my loser of the draft. Because I'm like, poor poor guy. Like, he's old. He's probably, like, by the end of the first and second or whatever round, like, he's hammered by the end of it. He, <laughs> do, he was, like, slurring his yeah, words. Like, do, you, do you think he was low-key, like, do you think it was actually low-key sad on the inside that, pe- that he wasn't there for people to boo him live? I think that's what was, it was. No, I think he was so happy. Because he was feeding it, too. He's like, yeah, guys, boo me. Boom. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, in the beginning, he was happy. And he's like, oh, this is actually great. They don't get to boo me. And then it's like that thing where, like, you don't realize you miss someone until they're gone. And then, like, by, by the mid-round, mm-hmm. two, he's like, I miss the booze. Like, he just started getting more and more depressed. <laughs> All right. Uh, let, let's talk about the first round real quick. Um, did, did, uh, did these top players, these top athletes go where, where we expected them to go? I think um, the top half, yeah. Yeah, the top, top, like, the first half of the first round, I think it was, like, no surprises. Just the orders were, were different, yeah, especially looking different. at our mock. Um, let's, just, let's just start top to bottom first round real quick. I thought definitely Isaiah <clears throat> Simmons, linebacker from Clemson, um, to the Cardinals. I thought that was a really good value pick for them. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Yeah. Definitely by value. I mean, like, I don't know if that's – exactly what they needed granted like there were some good linemen later on in the draft they i think i think we we kind of agreed that like they they didn't need like a little bit of offensive line help like because you just got to protect your assets but you but isaiah simmons was too good of a prospect to pass up from that pick like if 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 they let him fall to like the jaguars that would have been insane yeah especially going with like a positionless type of football that teams are gravitating towards on the defensive end you could line simmons up as a safety as a linebacker at the edge whatever you want to do yeah but Um, i mean the tackle is a solid pick for sure another thing that's crazy so everybody's saying that this was supposed to be the the best wide receiver class in nearly a decade or so or maybe ever yeah um and the the first wide receiver everybody thought was going to go off the board was jerry judy but it ended up being Henry Ruggs the third to Alabama, uh, from Alabama to to the Raiders. Yeah, I th- I think that's just because of his his forty speed. He ran yeah. like a four strictly four strictly because of that. Yeah, I was yeah. hearing a lot about that, like because I remember reading that like in a bunch of places, and a lot of people were saying like, "Don't be shocked if Ruggs is the first wide receiver off the board because if the Raiders are there." Then they're probably going to take the best wide receiver, like and the best wide receiver to them. And like Gruden loves speedy guys, and Mayock is like really into guy, dudes like that. And I think they needed that guy because they just needed that. They needed some dude to be like the like that X fact that X factor kind of guy that could run down and be like a Brandon Cooks type and like because <clears throat> because that just shows me that pick to me. Whenever I saw it, showed me that they were really. 
the Raiders from the Raiders really, they're really invested in Waller and um and Josh Jacobs to be in the passing game, like in general. I'm not mad at Ruggs going over Judy. The only thing I'm like mad at is that who's gonna throw to Ruggs? Oh right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the only issue I had with yeah, that. Derek Carr doesn't have the arm though. The, like, safe, the safest pick would have been Judy just because he's bigger and like he could save any bad throws. But there were a lot of reports coming out, like, towards the end of what was happening with Judy. I remember uh, Johnny was telling me about that. And, like, that, there was, like, some, like, weird stuff going on with Jerry Judy, like, towards the last couple of days. But Yeah, his stock started to fall a bit. I don't know why, but, mm. yeah. It didn't make sense. But, I mean... Was it, he the, was he the, the guy, the, the wide receiver, who, like, his girlfriend took his phone from him and he snatched it back? Uh, Who was that? Which that was think, a wide receiver, wasn't uh, it? I think, I think that was Jerry Judy. It could have been. That might have been him. It was like his second phone, you know. Yeah. And like she took his phone like out of excitement, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like on live TV." Yeah, that, yeah. No, 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 no. That, that was CD Lamb. That was oh, Lamb. C- that was not Judy. CD Lamb out of Oklahoma. I yeah, remember watching that on TV. I'm like, "Whoa, that was aggressive." Okay, yeah, that was great, yeah. And she's like. <laughs> What? But did you see the mom in the background? The mom in the background was like, "Yep, that's my son." (laughs) (laughs) She was like, "She was like, if you want to get paid, you gotta act right." I was like, "Whoa, okay, jeez, okay." (laughs) Think he's hiding anything, or that's just like an instinctive? Because I think I would have done the same thing. Not that I'm trying to hide anything, but if like someone took my phone, I think he was just like, you know, like this is me, like chill, like you you sit there, you sit there. This is me. I'm the one getting drafted. Let me. You know, get my head straight. Know who's calling me, who's texting me, everything. Yeah, I think I think that's like a really like nervous time to be at, especially yeah. whenever like the owner. If especially if you just got drafted by the Cowboys and and Jerry Jones is gonna call you, pick up the phone. That's like a mafia call. So yeah, I would shout out, it. shout out Jerry Jones. You see him yeah. at the where he was drafting from. He looked like a super villain. Like he was drafting you see in like where he was. No, like exactly two hundred fifty million dollar yacht. Oh my god, dude, this guy. Uh he's like a Bond villain. I'm not even kidding. Like he's an oil tycoon. Um, the uh, so the Dolphins got their quarterback of the future, and then mm-hmm. right after that, the Chargers got their quarterback of the future. Uh, w- all right. So Joe Burrow's number one goes number one to the Bengals. Next quarterback Obviously. off the board: Tua to the Dolphins, Herbert to the Chargers. Out of those three, which one has the better overall career when it's said and done? When it's said and done, when it's that's said and done. You take it. You you, you got to put a million dollars on it. If I if I had to put a million dollars on it, I'd probably. I'd probably either it would honestly either be two or Herbert because because solely because I just don't trust the Bengals as a franchise. It's like that thing that keeps cropping up every now and then about like how how you notice that like some of some of these quarterbacks just end up being better or worse depending on like the functionality of their franchise mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. baker mayfield was number one but look at all the crap he had to go through and look at lamar jackson because the ravens are actually run like a competent team and mm-hmm. like it, it it's not just i'm not saying that's not a knock on lamar jackson's skill it's that even if if you switch places baker mayfield would have a good career in, in Baltimore. Could have. Lamar could jackson could, could, could be like suffering because like it's it's just hard to work in an environment now I think they're all three of those teams are horribly run, but it just depends on who's less horribly run. And, and it's going Dolphins. Like, and it, and I, I would or two. I mean, 
I would, yeah, I would say probably if I had to pick between two and Herbert, I'd say two because they look like they're getting their crap together. They look like they're trying to become like the like a very good, like solid, like culture there that they're trying to build, and I think two is going to build upon that too. Yeah, I, I'd probably say um, it's either two or Herbert for me too, and honestly, I think since we all know all three of them are going to be day one starters. But who has yep. the better weapons? I think that's going to be Herbert. Uh, so I I don't know. Like if when it, if we were talking about when it's all said and done, I want to say Tua, but I'm just going to take a flyer. I'm going to say Herbert. I mean, yeah, it's not a pick. I'm going to go with Tua too, just because he's got the legs, and I feel like that's what the NFL is going to slowly transition to with every quarterback. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's let since this was a wide deep wide receiver draft. Um, so after we talked about CD lamb to the Cowboys at 17, next we have two more, uh, wide receivers, Jalen Rager to the, to the Eagles and then Justin Jefferson to the Vikings. You go ahead. That's that's you. You're the Eagles guy. Well, how do you feel? (laughs) You know, I I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be Jefferson or Mims and Mims fell late. Fell. Yeah. Let me talk about Mims real quick. He fell late, and that's because of his 40 time, I think. I think – no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was K.J. Hill out of Ohio State. Um, K.J. Hill. Let me speak on K.J. Hill real quick. K.J. Hill had a 4640, <laughs> 4-6-2-40. And that he was supposed to go, like, top two rounds, and he dropped all the way to the seventh round because of that. Four, uh, as, as a receiver. As a receiver, exactly. Wow, that's yeah. terrible. All right. But, um, but the Rager pick, honestly – I would have just went with Jefferson, you know. He's safer wide receiver. I, I, my true, my true heart says that Philly wanted C.D. Lamb, thought he was yeah. going to be there, and for some reason Jerry Jones can see into the future, I guess, and saw that and it's snagged like, him. I don't even think it's like seeing to the future. He just was like, wait a minute. So that's the wide receiver that our division <laughs> rival wants? No. Yeah. He would yeah. ru- he would gladly ruin it. Petty, he's petty like that. He'll gladly ruin his team just so you can ruin other people's teams too. Yeah, and then so I thought the Rager pick. I mean, I'm not mad at it now after you know um, we got Marquise Goodwin for a six rounder from the Niners. We also got a couple other wide receivers. So I mean, I think you still got Ertz. Yeah, I still got Ertz. Still got Goddard. Goddard. Mm. Now we got Rager. We got Goodwin. Um, we got our big boy, um, but yeah, so no, no. So, I mean, I thought, I thought Rager was, you know, I wasn't, I was surprised. I was honestly shocked. And then Jefferson, Jefferson went right after. I, I would have rather had Jefferson, but it is what it is. What do you guys think about those picks? I mean, I, I remember you weren't initially too mad about the pick just cause you, you thought they were going to mess it up and not go wide receiver. I wasn't mad until... Round two. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get with that. that. <laughs> uh, but like you said, I think uh, the going with uh, Jefferson would have been the safer pick for the Eagles. Yeah. Um, and Rager didn't have the best speed either at the combine. Uh, but age, his agent claims that he had put on some water weight and that he ran faster a couple of days later when they clocked him. Mm. So maybe that could be something good for you. I don't, I, I don't know. I was just, yeah. 
I mean, it's probably going to be Alshon Jeffrey, um, Rager, uh, yeah, Deshaun Jackson, and then Goddard and uh, Ertz. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we needed a wide receiver, so I was happy. You know, yeah. I was happy. We needed a wide receiver. We didn't blow. We didn't drop the ball like another team did. As we go down, and who's that team? The Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers. Oh, you, you, need, you, need, you need help. You need help for for Aaron Rodgers. And you, did, they, did they even draft a wide receiver? I don't think oh. they did. They didn't draft a wide receiver. If you're Aaron Rodgers, do you demand a trade right now? If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I already... That would be sick. I was already pissed off at the, at the organization. Like, so here's the, here's the funny thing about... Well, first of all, let's talk about what happened in the first round with the Packers. The Packers traded up in the draft from, like, the 30th pick, I believe? 30th? Mm-hmm. or 20th pick. 30th, sorry. 30th pick. They traded up from the 30th pick of the draft to the 26th pick, I believe, to pick Jordan yes. Love yeah, back. They picked out of Utah, I believe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Utah, Utah State. State. Utah State. State. I'm not okay. Well, I'm not knocking Jordan Love. I think that the guy has upside. I think he has potential. He was. He was. He just had like a really bad season, and maybe he's actually really good, and we don't know that. But does it matter? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Like what? I'm just shocked. Like it was just weird because. Now, the comparisons, because I love how the comparisons, like, people are trying to bring up, going, like, well, this is exactly what they did with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. It's like, no, because they didn't trade up for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers fell to them really late, so it was a total value pick to pick up Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers has four more years on his contract. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't even, like, like a, a two-year window. And they're really close to winning a Super Bowl. Like, they're good. They're good right now. They need, like... Just one more wide receiver, maybe two. They, they went to the NFC Championship game and had a 13-3 and three record. And you, right. trade, and you draft a quarterback in the first round. Granted, they did get blown out by the Niners in that game. but I mean, they, they got a lot of defensive guys, which is good. But the biggest, biggest need was not, was not met. Now, if you're like Matt LaFleur, okay, well, here's the thing. If you're Matt LaFleur, is... And or if you're any of the receivers on that team that's not named Devontae Adams, do you look at that as like a sign of confidence? Maybe do you go like, oh wow, the coaching staff really believes us that they didn't need to bring in extra talent? Or maybe. I don't know. That's a, I guess that's a thing. Because that's kind of that's kind of the joke about well, because that's kind of the thing about the Rams is like they only drafted one offensive lineman the whole draft, and that was their biggest need. Like, but it, but is that also? But again, is that saying to your young guys on that offensive line like? Is this like a vote of confidence for you guys? So like I don't know, but I but I don't know what the but the difference is. I don't think Jared Goff is going to eat the heads off of all of his linemen the way Aaron Rodgers would eat the heads off of all of his receivers and his coaches and his staff, backup and the, and the league and the team. So I don't know. It's like you know how you're dealing with a different kind of person. But yeah, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'd be pissed. I'd be like furious. Maybe they're playing mind games. Maybe they're trying to uh, force him out. By saying, hey, we, we're going to get this young stud out of Utah State. They would be saving some money. Do you, and, did then, he, yeah. and then we're going to know you're going to want to trade because you know you're going to be upset. And then we'll get a lot of assets for you. you know? or, how about, or how about we stop trying to justify it and just say that they messed up and that was the stupidest pick ever. Facts. Right? <laughs> but, here's, but here's the thing. 
It would have been the stupidest pick ever if he fell to them. No, yeah, if he fell, like, in but the later they rounds. they traded up. That means they had the intention to get Yeah, him. that's what I'm saying. So, like, there is a purpose behind what it is. Whether it works out or not is going to be seen. You know what I mean? I'm excited. I want to see what's going to happen. I like, love Aaron Rodgers and coaching drama. Because yeah. we, we remember, like, it's like it happens in sports all the time where a team makes a pick and you're like, what? And then they turn out to be really well. Like, it turned out really well for them, but, like, we don't know that yet. But at the same time, it's not what it is. It's, like, the, it's the way it happened and the politics behind it. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. Like, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I don't, I mean, this is going to be a really, really interesting season to see if, because that, that's also a sign that's saying that if there was a drama, this isn't a Mike McCarthy situation anymore. If there's drama between Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur and the, and the team, Aaron Rodgers is getting traded. Mm-hmm. Before we leave the first round, um, I want to talk about another great value pick. At 28th overall, the Ravens selected Patrick Queen, yeah. linebacker out of LSU. That was I a great that was, pick. Oh, man. Uh, I thought he, he was high on my draft board. You know, yeah, my draft board. He was high. Um, the rich Ravens yeah. are stacked. They were already good, and they I just know. got better now. Like, I mean, not they even turned everybody, and they get this guy. I don't even. Well, they didn't. Well, here's the thing: they didn't get like better, better. I think they are about the same. Which yeah, is, yeah, this got more deep. If anybody yeah. goes down, he's just he's there. I think he's their next Ray Lewis, honestly. Damn. I think he has Ray Lewis potential. Wow, he's a st- he's big. a beast. He's, he's a, a beast. Oh yeah, he is. He's a stud. I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he has that kind of potential. I just don't. I just don't know how he fell that far, but it also just shows like, and and I think I, I want to know what you guys think about this because you you know how like position, positionally like certain positions are valued more than others, right? You want your quarterback, your pass rusher, and your and your left tackle. Or your yeah. right tackle, depending on, like, if your quarterback's a lefty or not. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I've been seeing it so much, like, how undervalued linebackers are in general, especially inside linebackers. They're just not as valued as they used to be. Do you think that's why he fell so far? Because I think he was the first linebacker off the board. No, the Seahawks no, went Jordan Brooks. Okay, so he was, but still, he was and the second. Chargers had uh, a guy at 23. Yeah. But were they, were they pass rushers, or were they just, like coverage guys because i can't imagine why patrick queen would fall that far maybe 40 speed it could be we never know like this is 40 speed 40 40 and vert are two big things that gms look at gms and teams look at and if you can't run fast if you can't show you can you know track down players or break away from players or you know you don't have the athleticism at the next level, then you'll drop a bit. But I think, you know, this was a good pick for them. I agree. And one last thing before we move to the second round. Uh, the last pick of the first round, the Chiefs went running back. Um, oh, yeah. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, yeah. It's, it's, it's been said that Mahomes was cool with it. They had called him and said, is it cool if we go with this guy? Was there any other running back you thought would have gone in the first over him? I thought DeAndre Swift. Swift yeah, I thought DeAndre yeah. Swift was going to be the first one. Yeah. Or Taylor. Yeah. Swift, like Swift, Swift only because like I thought that he just seemed like he seemed like the 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 best balance of like potential plus like floor. I thought he was the best catching back too. 
yeah. receiving back. So he would have fit perfectly with the, the Chiefs. But I think that receiving core is already so good that they, they yeah. just needed a guy who could like really run the ball and like was consistently like as good as Damian as good as Damian Williams was like in spurts and stuff and after they lost Kareem Hunt, like they couldn't they need another guy that's mm-hmm. gonna be in there and also not get in trouble and be recorded on the camera phone, hopefully. So that that, that I, I think that it was a really solid like, there was no uh, to me whenever it fell to them, I'm like I can't imagine them picking anything that's not an inside lineman, like a guard or a center or a running back, because there's nothing else they need. Yeah. You know what also is crazy in the first round? Um, Bama's quarterback, Tua, got drafted. Both his wideouts, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs III, got drafted. And then if you look at LSU, their quarterback, Joe Burrow, got drafted. Wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, got drafted in the first round. Um, Edwards Hilaire, running back, got Mm. drafted. Um... Patrick Queen, their linebacker, mm-hmm. got drafted. I think they have a championship team. Their, their defensive end, Kalevon Ch- uh, Chasen, mm-hmm. their defensive end, their edge rusher got drafted too. So they have five players in the first round go. And Bama had three. That's that's crazy. Well, we, well, we, we at least know Clemson's got a, like, a nice path to win next year. And so second round, anything stand out to you guys in the second round? Uh, there was one pick that kind of hurt me, and I feel like it hurt you too. It hurts Touch. a lot. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> okay, before we get to that, T. Higgins, <laughs> T. Higgins, wide receiver goes to the Bengals. I thought that was great. Michael great Pittman pick. Jr. I was high on. Yes, he goes to the Colts. The first like five the picks Colts. of the first round were just like great picks. The yeah. Colts killed it in the second round. Seriously, yeah, yeah. they got swept, right? I believe. No, the Lions got Swift. Well, who Lions got? Who got? got a, what did the Colts get? I forgot. Jonathan they, got Taylor. Pittman. they got Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. Like yeah. that. That was just nuts. Like that's I love Taylor. That's my. That's my favorite. My best running back in the in the in the class. Yeah. Like JB and I were gawking over Michael Pittman too. Like the other day. Like mm-hmm. we're, like like he was the best part about that whole USC offense. Like I couldn't. I I, I was shocked that I really thought that. Him, I thought like if when if I was like the the Eagles in that point, if I was not going to pick Rieger, I would have picked Pittman. I would have he would have easily been a first round pick. I don't understand. Like I can't imagine maybe because of his success in college and all that, but Pittman's nice. Like I'm yeah. so I'm and the, the the Colts got a steal for him. Yeah, and then we come down to the twenty first pick in the second round. And it's the Eagles who are still hurting at wide receiver. This is before we traded for Goodwin. Just got Rager in the first round. And you're like, okay, Mims is still there. Let's take Mims. Or even just a few picks after them, Van Jefferson went to the to the Rams. So maybe Van Jefferson was even on the radar too. You know, you got you got this is a deep wide receiver class. But no. But no. Carson Wentz signs. A long contract, I believe it's a six-year contract extension, gets paid the bag, he secures the bag, and you decide to draft Jalen Hurts, <laughs> who could have possibly still been there if I'm, you just if you just like chilled. So I'm only laughing because it's just so funny how much that hurt you and like how upset you were about this. And I feel like I had the same reaction as every Eagles fan, just like, what the hell? What, what just happened? What just, what just happened? We just got drafted a quarterback? Like, here I am making fun of 
the Packers. Packers for drafting a quarterback, and then we draft Jalen Hurts. So only one thing will make me happy, if and I better see this from Doug Peterson throughout the whole year. I better see Jalen Hurts used as like a Lamar Jackson type quarterback, and then you let or Taysom Hill or Taysom Hill or Taysom Hill, and you let um, Carson Wentz throw the deep ball, um, you know, quick routes, things so he doesn't get hit. Because when he gets hit, he's done. We yeah. all we all know that he has a he has an injury history, and maybe this is what Doug Peterson, the quarterback guru, quarterback machine, you know, factory. Uh, that's maybe that's what he what he saw. He was like, hey, we can't let Wentz get hit. He's our young guy. We need to use him for the future. So let's get Hurts to do the dirty work when we need somebody to you know take punishment. Yeah, but I honestly have no idea why we went Hurts this early, or why we went Hurts at all, or why we went quarterback at all. <laughs> But I hope it works out. I really do. And I'm going to, from now on, this point on, I'm going to be the biggest Jalen Hurts supporter. I'm going to rep Jalen Hurts, maybe even buy his T-shirt that I sent you guys from uh, Bleacher yeah, it's, Report. It's a nice shirt. It's a nice shirt. I'd buy that. I'm not even an Eagles fan. I think it's a but nice that's shirt. my Eagles rant. But, uh, but, hey, one pick before that, Cam Akers? I, I was cheering. As, as a Rams fan, I was cheering. I thought Cam Akers was a beast, and I thought, like, I... So, backstory behind it, I was watching some videos on, like, on, like for fantasy football, because it's coming up. I'm coming for you guys this year. Uh, they, these... Um, Same. Same. There are these, um, like, like over, like, rookie running backs, and, like, where depending on where they might end up, like, how good would they be? And one of the names that was mentioned so often was Cam Akers. For the reason being that this is a guy in college who was the number one running back out of high school, went to probably to a team that probably had the worst offensive line in college football, not in D1, in college football, the worst rated offensive line and offense in general. And this guy was still posting up thousand yard plus seasons. That's like, perfect, especially a team who has no offensive line. Like, but it was like, but it just shows like the guy is built for production and that it's like, it, it, and and I was just happy from a fantasy person. And I thought in the back of my mind, I'm, and I was thinking, I'm like, what if the Rams get him? But I'm like, oh, he won't fall that far. Somebody's going to take him. Or maybe the Rams will pass up on him because they want the value. But as soon as I heard Cam Baker's name, I screamed. I was like, oh, my God, they actually went for this dude. I, I thought that was a steal. So it's going to be a committee with the Rams? Henderson, yeah. Brown, and uh, Akers? I called, it, I called it, by the way. I wanted to say that. Remember how I was telling you guys they're going to draft every player that they're going to lose in free agency next year, and they drafted everybody. I was reading that Akers is going to be their number one RB. And Why not? Henderson or Brown are going to switch off for the backup. We saw how Henderson and Brown were last year. They were nothing special. Yeah. But I think Henderson could be highlighted more if him and Akers, like, switched off. I think Brown is, like, the weak leak in that. Like, he might be the good goal back, but... Between between Akers and Henderson, if they actually went with like that Ingram Kamara kind of like dynamic, like they would be nuts. And the crazy stat about Akers is he has, I believe, he averaged three point nine yards after the contact, so he can break tackles. Like yeah. he can break tackles. He's he can Teflon, dude. Tackles. He's slippery. Yeah, that's that's what they needed. That was a great pick. And then Van Jefferson, a couple picks later. They did well. They they yeah, had many first rounders. Good, yeah. yeah, that was no a good draft. Rounders, but they made up. They made up for it. Um, any any other picks you guys want to talk about? 
Uh, I I can't wait to play Madden with uh with Mims. I just want to use Mims. <laughs> I thought that was a, I thought the the Jets did a solid solid job with his draft too. Yeah, because God, you had them in the mock. Yeah, and I, you said they suck and this is tough. I thought they did, even the second day they did a good job with Mims. Like I thought that was a great pick that that fell to them and they got Beckton over there on the first and I thought that was, I mean. It's like yeah, if you're the Jets in that case, like, and you don't have, uh, you and you don't have uh, Andrew Thomas there, you have mm-hmm. to go with Beckton because you might as well gamble on the left tackle. But the one pick in the secondary, that I mean, the second round that I was like ridiculous. First of all, like, I was like, wh- I I couldn't believe he fell that far in second. It's like the rich get richer. Like I said, J.K. Dobbins to the Ravens. Oh yeah, I can- I was I was like I would that one upset me because it's like how could you just let that guy go to the Ravens? Mm-hmm. Where Mark Ingram's contract is up, and they just secure their rookie run, they were running back for at least the next four years. Who else they got over there? Gus Edwards. Yeah, yeah. but like they, they, but there's, like I can't even tell whether that was a value pick or not. But I think like the they really wanted Dobbins, and they got him. I was surprised the Steelers didn't get Dobbins when so they had a the, chance. Did the Ravens have the best draft for you, like on on your on your charts, your board? <sighs> I have some teams for that, like that I think had. The better or worse drafts, but we'll 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 get to that now. Okay, so I really liked so the teams that I thought had the best draft grades. One, the Ravens. I like the Ravens a lot, mm-hmm. and I hate to say this. I hate to say this, but the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys had a great draft. You know, they they got C.D. Lamb, they got um, Trayvon Diggs, cornerback out of Bama in the second round. They just they they did some work. They did some work. They um they got pieces that they need, and their offense looks really good now, especially with the addition of, of Lamb again. So, for me, for me, I truly think the it's a toss up. It's a toss up between the Ravens, just because the Ravens had Patrick Queen fall to them, and then they take J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins, just like you said, a stud mm-hmm. running back that just fell. People forgot about, it, I guess. So it's either it's the it's the Ravens and the and the Cowboys had the, the the best drafts in my opinion, and then a, sh- a quick third right after the Colts. I really like what the Colts did. Yeah, with Jonathan Jonathan Taylor and um, Michael Pittman Jr. No so, shooting up for me. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. One because they didn't mess up with the first pick. Yeah. Um, go, but. Second round they came with Higgins, great pick. You know, helping out Burrow. So they got they got Higgins. They got. Uh, AJ Green, mm-hmm. right? You know, solid pieces over there. Um, and then the second day, they also got a couple of linebackers, you know, uh, another guy off the edge, Khalid Kareem. So, I mean, I think the Bengals built something. You know, they got like a nice little foundation. They've got like three linebackers. They got a tackle. They got a quarterback in the draft. They got their wide receiver. So it's something, you know. I know the, I know the Bengals are historically bad. Uh, they're managed. They're they're not managed too well. Their owner sucks. But I don't know. Uh, this could be something. At least something with with Joe Burrow at the helm. Mm-hmm. And then also, I want to. I want to. I like the Browns. The Browns did a good job as well. Yeah. I know everybody loves <laughs> trashing on the Browns, but um, I thought they had a good draft as well. Definitely, I agree. I'm kind of, well, like I said earlier in the show, I think first time in a long time, like a lot of teams actually did really well. I do want to comment on the Cowboys. One underrated 
pick that the uh, that the Cowboys had that I thought was really great was Tyler Biadash, the center. They uh, needed it because yeah, Travis Frederick retired. The fact that they and he's a knight. Like besides uh, Cesar Ruiz, that got picked by the Saints. Uh, Biadash was, I think, one of, one of the better interior linemen in the draft, and I think like them snatching him up that quickly that was impressive. That they that they got Ceedee Lamb and then got their center. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was great. I thought the Niners did well too, like getting like I, it was kind of strange how they got Kinlaw and then and I, I understood they just were they they traded um, Buckner just to get Kinlaw, who was a cheaper Buckner, mm-hmm. and they uh, which I believe they took uh, which wide receiver did they take in the first round? Uh, the Niners, yeah. Uh, I got you. I was just looking at it right now. Brandon Ayuk. I don't yeah, Ayuk, yeah. They took Ayuk, and he's really nice. And, and they also traded for Trent Williams, but they ended up trading, like, half their team so they could eventually pay Trent Williams. Yeah. So I think, I think like, I think that a really, I think they, they did a really good, like, job, like, like, kind of fixing the holes that they had. But a big winner for me, the Colts, I think they did a really good job. Even, like, even just having like now like the the pick that I they dis like they dislike the most from them was Eason just because like I get what you're trying to do but you might as if you're you might as well like ride it out with Brissett after yeah. Philip Rivers retires so we'll see but like you owe it to them they owe it to him yeah, yeah. he's, he's yeah. done well but my like I guess like I agree the Ravens huge winners of this draft the Ravens yeah. I think are really great the the Browns did really well. I think the Jets did extremely. If I had to pick one winner, and just because, like, I, like, like I said in the mock draft, I was so upset being their team. The Jets did fantastic. I think, like, you got they got Ashton Davis right from from Cal, the the safety. They got um, was it Ashton Davis. Yeah, they got they got they basically did everything they could to reload their entire team. They got Mims in the second round after getting. Uh, Beckton in the first, they were able to shore up their defense. They got a really nice. They got the what I think is the best safety in the draft. They got a whole slew of players that they feel confident about, and I think, and it just shows that how now that they have a competent GM, that's how a competent GM drafts instead of drafting freaking Jakai Polite, who's not even like on their team anymore. So, I think. I think the Jets, to me, are like my personal winners, just because. But if we're talking about like overall winners, the Ravens just killed it, and they're going to keep killing it. Yeah. Um, bold rookie predictions. Although, although I want to say one thing real quick before we go into the losers. Oh, I losers! Think, I think. I mean, do you, the Packers. Yeah, I think we could all agree the Packers just screwed up this draft. But but they have uh, A Rod and J Lo. Oh my god! Oh my god! But seriously, like I don't understand how they could have screwed this up. Like, so, like I get it. You're a thirteen and three team, and you went in there with like, with like the intentions of like trying to, like say, okay, we're still really good, so we're gonna maintain what we have. But what did you do? You didn't solve any of your issues. You made them worse, actually, because you could. Because and you, you pissed could, off your franchise quarterback. Yeah, like you could look at you could look at like let's say with the Rams, right? You could look at them and say, well, they didn't solve any of their offensive line issues, but they didn't make anything worse. <laughs> they didn't draft like Jake Fromm in the second round. Like that would have been the same thing. Telling Jared Goff that. 
Fromm went to uh, the Bills in the fourth or fifth. I forgot. Nice pick. It's a good place for the Bills. But you get the point. It's like it's like I can't believe that they would. I don't know what they're doing. I don't. I honestly have no clue what the the Packers were thinking with this draft. Yeah, I agree. The Packers completely just bombed it. This is one of the headlines. If you had, if you had another loser, who do you think it would be? Uh, I don't know. There weren't that many. Like, I wasn't mad at all. You know, I never. I didn't think anybody did too bad. Maybe if I really had to pick, I guess the Raiders not going with Judy and on the first day. Maybe you know instead of they went rugs. But it's just the Packers. Packers was just the obvious loser here. I can think of another one if you want me to say it. Yeah. The Bears. I was looking at them right now. I was actually going to say the Bears. I They didn't make any great picks. They didn't really fix anything. They just... It, they, like, I don't understand. Because I, I, I don't understand. Like, Cole Komet is really nice. But that wasn't your need. Yeah. Like, I think they're going to... I I don't know what they're trying to do. And... If I had to make like, if like aside from rookie predictions, if I had to make a bold prediction, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the the Bears are the worst team in that division, even with the Lions there. Mm-hmm. They just it just seems like they didn't do anything to fix any of their problems. I also think the the Patriots were a loser too. I didn't. They just got a bunch of guys, you know, just like a bunch of guys. <laughs> but then again, they're they're geniuses. So yeah, like we we say this every single yeah. Year. We we have we can't talk about Belichick. He's gonna do his yeah. thing. He's gonna shut all of us up. By the way, yeah. I, every report that I've ever been hearing, like getting spit out, especially out of Colin Coward's mouth, about the Patriots planning all this so they can get Trevor Lawrence next year. You guys are out of. I openly saying this. You guys are out of your minds if you think the Patriots are gonna have a losing record, even even with all this. Watch, Jared Stidham's going to be like a, an 8-8 eight and eight kind of team quarterback, and we're all going to like be like, wow, even at their worst, they're not going to be able to lose. Or they might trade for Aaron Rodgers. Or they might trade for Aaron Rodgers. All, like, all I'm saying is like, I can't, I've never, I, I, I can't understand the mentality of anybody who's saying, oh yeah, the, the Patriots, they're just going to suck. Like really, they're just going to suck. Like we yeah. say this every year. Matt Castle went 11-5. With them, so I I'm not even gonna. That that's all I have to say. And real quick, guys, bold rookie predictions. Real quick, no start with you. Um, I wasn't really happy with the with with him going as a first running back, but because he's on the Chiefs, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, uh, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be a fantasy football winner, like a league winner. Whoever team he's on, he might win it. You stole mine. You stole mine. I was actually going to say quite Clyde Edwards Lair is going to be. Oh, it was more like he was going to be one of the top leading like rushers. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, if I had to just to kind of make things different, if I had to pick another one, I'd say that like. I'd say like, hmm. Probably Who's going to be the best QB? I would say like best QB out of the whole this draft. This year. This year. Yeah, this year. Uh, uh, I think Tua, because I think they're just gonna have like they're gonna be a better situation, better division, and all that. I don't think I don't think Herbert's gonna start immediately, and I think the the Bengals are just screwed in general. But 
But if I had to make another predict, like another bold prediction, I think Brandon Ayuk is going to be the best receiver that Garoppolo's ever had. That's what I was going to say. Damn it. I was gonna say Brandon Ayuk uh, just because of Kyle Shanahan. He's just he's he's a he's crazy. He's, he's a crazy offensive coordinator. That, he's easily the most talented player that that Garoppolo's ever thrown to. Look at his yeah. receivers; they've been butt. Like yeah. they've been winning because of their running game, and now they, he actually has someone to throw to. Yeah. All, All right. So, so we got once again we got Max Hazard coming on to the show mm-hmm. next episode. Um, you can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple at Since 94 Podcast, Twitter at Six Ninety Four Podcast, Instagram at Six Ninety Four Podcast. Um, anything else, guys? Um, I'm I'm really happy with our interview with Max. He was awesome, and I really encourage you guys to take a listen to it and get some really good insight on like the life of being a college basketball player. And like going through the motions of go- starting from the bottom and getting to where he is now as a senior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna try to get some more people too, since especially we're in quarantine. You know, hopefully we get some more more guys in here. Yes, sir. All right, this is JB. This is Gary D. This is Nush. Peace. Peace.